Stacey's alive and we do not have Scott with us this week, but Shreya and I are here. Hello. And happy Labor Day weekend. And now you know why Scott is missing, right? So, um, Shreya, how's your Labor Day? It was fantastic. I, just like everybody else, I was out of state. I went to visit Ohio and many probably many people are probably like, why was she in Ohio of all places? You know, I asked myself the same question, but <laughs> it's a great- Where did you go in Ohio? Did you meet Scott? I didn't. See, that's the sad part. I'm sorry to let our fans down, but I did not go to Ohio for Scott. I know, I know, crazy. That's exactly why I thought I'd be in Ohio too. But Everybody goes to Ohio for Scott. What's going on exactly. here? Exactly, exactly. I know. But no, I went to see Breakaway, which was like the music festival that was happening this weekend. Uh -huh. So I was with friends. Oh, so how was how was the music festival? How was the and COVID? COVID? Did COVID, COVID figure anywhere in the music festival? Or was it? So um, here's the thing. We were all worried about the whole COVID situation. So luckily... There's a VIP ticket sections, which allow you to like section off like your party. So if you say like, oh, I have a party of eight, that VIP section is like booked off just for you. And then there's like space between party to party to party. So we were like pay more and be safe or like stand in the general crowd with like 4,000 other people and like take the risk. So we all paid for the VIP section, which is how we enjoy the show. But there's like clumps of people standing together. Like throughout the concert, there was like at least like a couple thousand like smushed together at the main stage. So I was like, if somebody oh gets something, god. everybody gets something. Oh my god! What do you think it was a super spreader event in the end? It was definitely was. It definitely was. Um, it. I mean, I'm not sure if anyone had anything because I think their requirements were that you must be double vaccinated in order to buy tickets. But at the same time, it's not like they were checking vaccination passes at the door. So. Um. I'm kind of laughing because, <laughs> because like 2,000 vaccinated people in Ohio. I wish although, everybody although it's on radio could see our face right although now. Although it's always Texas, Florida, Arizona, mm -hmm. right? That are the mm -hmm. major culprits. Um, but Ohio? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Now, having Overall, said that, how was your Labor Day? How was my weekend? Well, nothing much actually. I didn't do much. I was I had a lot of work on athlete to get done. So I literally um sat sat on sat sat on my couch, watched a ton of TV because we had review so much, and um had a good time. I had um a great time with friends coming over in between and we open a glass of wine and it was Great. It was a great weekend overall, but I didn't have to go out to have a great weekend. So mm -hmm. that's great. But you know, the, the fires in California right now. So we had, yeah, people getting stuck coming back from Tahoe, where, but there was an, uh, there was a advisory out, don't go to Tahoe because keep the roads clear for emergency vehicles. But people didn't mm -hmm. listen. So yeah, people got stuck in a lot of traffic and it was a bad idea getting out this weekend, especially with all the fires. Right. Does anyone ever listen? Everyone who's listening to this, at least I want you all to know, Maral spent her weekend on you guys, watching things so that you don't have to. Exactly. So you don't have to. <laughs> That's worth something. Now, we have a pretty huge lineup today. We have like 
two yeah. series and two movies, right? We have Thank the you. Engineering Girls, which is streaming on the Z5. We have Cherry, that is in theaters. I went and watched it in theaters. We have Helmet, that released a movie that released on Z5. And we have The Money Highest, season five on Netflix. So do you, do you want to get started with Engineering Girls? I do. I actually thought it was like, the cutest thing I've ever seen. I know the reviews online say exactly the same thing I'm about to say, but it's basically about like these three girls, you know, who are taking in or like getting a degree in engineering. Basically, they're going to an engineering college and they're just kind of like living life. You know what I mean? Like in their hostel, dealing with like relationships. And for anyone who doesn't know what like a hostel is in India, there are these places where dorms. I want to say they're kind of like dorms. Yeah, they're essentially like dorms, but they have a strict, like a stricter set of rules that you need to follow to stay there. Um, and it was so cute because they're all like, oh, we're going to completely fulfill our dreams. But then, you know, you, you see them get into like enough drama throughout the whole series that you're like wow it's so adorable and you just you just kind of follow their little like slice of life stories but instead of being like the shows that we have watched on this um I guess like on Daisy's at live in the past where we were like oh it's just like a little bit of each person's life it's like just following their entire journey and it's so adorable I know that that's like a pretty captivating thing for our American audiences because you know it reminded me a little of like never have I ever it reminded me a little of like things like friends where you just kind of just follow the story of people's lives so if you guys like those stories you'll definitely like these like three these three girls are absolutely hilarious they get themselves into sticky situations that you're like uh, like it's so relatable and at the same time they're like oh my oh, gosh this relatable boy, like relatable wow. like magu making a uh, making really going to the chem lab and making alcohol <laughs> okay well not that kind of relatable <laughs> and, and and then and then dropping the alcohol into the mouth like using yeah. a dropper literally they're solving their problems the only way they know how. How to? Literally, they know how to. But did you know, um, Shreya, that girls are in engineering colleges are a rare breed. The total percentage of girls in engineering undergrad um, and graduate school for engineering is only 20% of of the whole population in school yes it's a rare breed i remember when 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 people go to iits the girls in iits are called non 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 boys they're not called girls they're called non boys for some reason because the barely any Why girls and you have to be a certain category to be you know in the engineering college to to go through the entire trials and tribulations of engineering college but what i really like to point out to our viewers and listeners is that um of course uh, it's the same um genre as hostel days if you watch hostel days which we reviewed a couple of weeks ago um it's the same genre as hostel days however engineering girl season two is nothing about engineering it's all about their personal lives and what they do they're in their fourth year of engineering and they they just want to land a job by the end of the year literally one of them wants to land a job the other one's doing a startup and you know her entire entire start of life while she's still in school and 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 then the third one is is running the dram sock the dramatic society and and uh, she she gets herself into trouble 
with with people that she's trying to lead. So between all of them, and of course, you know, they have love interests that are all over the place. These girls are just trying to figure life out. Mm-hmm. And they're like the most adorable thing is that like you see their relationship with each other all throughout the whole series, which is um, which is I think like one of the strongest thing because they end up leaning on each other a lot of the times to learn from like each other's mistakes, and then they just you know cause more drama for for themselves. But it's really adorable to see because I think like it it gives you a little idea of what it's actually like to you know live on your own or like live with other people and kind of like have your lives intertwine. And I know that. A lot of, um, I know that in a lot of American like society, people who go on to higher education have a thing where, you know, they live on campus and they're around people their same age. And you, if you realized, one thing like you realize that when you're around people your age or like friend, your friends is that you make stupid decisions and nobody stops you. They're all like, oh yes, like this stupid decision sounds like a perfect thing to do right now. And nobody thinks it's a bad idea. And then like a little while later when it turns out to be a bad idea, they're like, hmm, in hindsight, we probably shouldn't have done that. And you see a lot of it throughout this whole series, which makes it hilarious. It's so cute. It's pegged as drama, but there are like moments of humor sprinkled throughout. It's yeah, so cute. And, and what, what I really found really endearing was how they kind of support each other by saving each other from their parents. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Lying their way through. Such oh, great. My mom's, my, somebody, somebody's died. Who's died? My mom's <laughs> brother's dead. Let's party. Like we got an opportunity. I don't have to go home today. Or... Or, yeah, the girl's missing because she had too much to drink and her friends are trying to cover up, including the guy she mentors. They're all trying to cover her uh, her absence up in front of the teacher and the mother, literally. So I, I love those little pieces because, you know, if you've, you've been through college, you've been through undergrad or postgrad or, or, or grad, graduate school, you know that, um, uh, that um, your friends do this for you. The friends you make in college will stay with you for longer because they know you at your worst and they know you so well. And, you know, by the time you're in college, you kind of developed yourself and your personality already. You have a fair idea what you want to do in life or don't want to do in life. Your personality is developed, your character is developed. And then you make these friends who are with you um, through thick and thin of doing things that you do as a teenager. Right, Maral, now that you brought it up, secrets, what is something that you did back in your day that, you know, your squad covered up for you in front of your parents? Oh, boyfriends. (laughs) Wait. Everybody who's watching this, <laughs> you're about to find out the secret. My, my squad covered up for each and every guy I was ever dating, not only at home, but at college, everywhere. They covered it up. And they were there when, when heartbreaks happened. They, they were there. And they gave me precisely five days to get over the heartbreak. Six days, they're like, enough, girl, move on. Here's the next guy. Let's go. <laughs> they set a timer. They're like, all right, by the time this clock hits 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. on the fifth day, you're done. You know, the guy done. wasn't worth it. And then they start counting, counting all the vices that the guy has. It wasn't worth you. Good thing. You know, it's all right. Let's move on. You know, there's so many things we did. There's so many things we did. We bunked college and went to watch movies. We watched all the stuff that normal teenagers do. And those, the entire squad, and mind you, I was in an all-girls school. Mm. All-girls school, all-girls college. So there was something. 
and 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 honestly those girls are still my besties till date till date i would never I've, i've learned a lot from them i continue to learn a lot from them and we're there for each other even today these many years later That's so cute. Guys, tune in next week. We're going to ask Scott the same question and get you some more secrets. Yeah, he's not going to open his mouth. I've tried so many times, though, by the way. <laughs> But having said that, engineering girls, what do you say is Shreya? A go? I do. I actually say seven out of ten. I like this one a lot. Yeah, and Definitely it was short and sweet, it. wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah they're 20-minute episodes. It wasn't as you're sitting through, sitting through, you know, dialogues and monologues. They were doing stuff. They like were in alcohol in the chem lab. Like I love that. I love that. I want to be able to do that. It's like once you start watching, you just keep going. So, I highly recommend if y'all have the time, if you don't have the time, make it and watch it. How's it going? My name is Rishi Kota. Uh you are watching me on Daisy's that live. Daisy's all live. We're back with another review. We just reviewed Engineering Girls and we think we like it. We actually liked um, the characters. We liked the slice of life, liked story. And we liked also about the series was the length of each episode. So that was lovely. Having said that, let's move on to the next review. We're going to review Chehere, which is released in theaters. Do you know about Chehere? I know yeah. nothing about Chehere. Fill me in, Merle. So it's uh, it's uh, it's based on a book um uh, it's based oh. on a book called Da Pain by Friedrich Dürrmatt and this book was written in 1956 and uh, it's about how the justice system doesn't really work for justice it works for whoever is able to prove whatever the hell they want to prove right and this is also by the way um converted into a very successful marathi player play by vijay tendulkar but this movie let's talk about this movie it has a five star cast it has mr bachchan uh senior bachchan it has imran hashmi it has raghuveer yadav anugapura dhritiman chatterjee Crystal D'Souza, Rhea Chakrabarty, and Siddhant Kapoor. And, the, and it is directed by Rumi Jaffrey. Now, the whole prim- premise of this um, movie is there are four, four retired law enforcement veterans. And they, are, they live in a resort area where it snows a lot. And whenever they have a guest over, they play a serious game in the home of a judge, of one of the judges, the judge played by Dhritiman Chatterjee. And uh, the judge, um, who, uh, Mr. Butchin is a prosecutor, is a retired prosecutor. Mr. Chatterjee is a retired judge. Uh, Anukapur plays a defense lawyer. And there's a hangman called, who is played by Raghavir Yadav. So these four friends execute mock trials with strangers who lose their way in the mountains. And in this case, the, they literally create that that situation by by uh literally placing on the road two two signs which says delhi 14 40 kilometers in delhi 13 38 kilometers so you kind of go the, the, the drivers always go with the with the lesser 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 mileage um but what ha- ends up happening is they they create um a uh they create an accident scenario there and the person has to stay stay back so now this is what we see happen in this case and they welcome lost strangers into the house and then amuse themselves 
they they give the stranger a possibility to come up with a crime that he probably would have committed and they judge him on it. But if the stranger does not, they create the scenario for him and then they educate him. And it's kind of crazy from there. But um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a conversational movie. You know, a lot of good conversational movies have 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 been like medicine for mel- uh, melan- uh, melancholy. Uh, th- there have been so many of these amazing conversational movies. Kicking and Screaming was one. R- uh, Waking Life, where um, you know Richard Link uh, Linktaker presents uh, uh, presents an impressive visual style and reveals diverse group of thinkers uh, discussing topics of life, death, and beyond. So th- this is that genre. These are conversation heavy movies and they rely on the acting and dialogue delivery expertise of the protagonists and it relies this movie relies a lot on mr butchin to deliver that entire effect you know if you if you've seen annie hall uh, by woody allen it's another such masterpiece but every such conversational movie is supposed to have an excellent structure very clever dialogue and you need to disperse it with kind of a lot more standout standout moments than there were in this movie. Uh, when you rely so heavily upon conversation, it, you cannot afford it to go preachy. So the writing is all right, but it gets preachy after a while. The narrative is even, but then the, the actors are phenomenal, but then the execution towards the last 40, 45 minutes of the movie just falters. There are some really electric scenes between Imran Hashmi and Mr. Butchin. And I thought those were, those were like, I had my mouth open in those electric scenes. But then there were scenes that were so drawn out that I literally went out to sleep in the theater. I literally oh. woke myself up. I swear to God, I wake myself up. So, uh, so I wish they had the the execution was better it it's a great plot it, it's a great conversational thing he had the right actors he had brilliant cast but somehow um, the execution fell through and i i don't i don't think the presence of all these brilliant actors was justified in the end mm-hmm. uh what we really loved here was the hashmi vachan scenes they've never done a movie before together and this was amazing the pre- premise of the story was amazing but uh the special effects were very weird by the way they, i mean i do better special effects guys <laughs> especially when the guy falls off the cliff and I'm like, everyone hire Moral for all your special effects. Dude, things. seriously, hire me, please. I do better as uh, as effects than what was shown in the movie. And the execution, uh, I really, I really wish they had executed a little better because I really would have loved to see such a standout movie happen. So it became less entertaining in the end, and that's what Cherry was all about. That's insane. So you're saying they basically set a trap for someone to find them and should you go down that trap like that 38 kilometer road they set an accident to make the person stay so they can amuse themselves through fake trials yes that's what they do and they literally literally figure out if if the person says oh i don't have i haven't done anything wrong in my life they're literally asking questions and then figure out oh this is what you've done wrong let's execute you let's prosecute you for this so so literally, that's what happens. All our JD people out there, go watch this movie. Totally. <laughs> You'll find a lot of loopholes, my dear. <laughs> <laughs>
But that makes sense. You guys, for every loophole you find, guys, we will give you a shout out on our Twitter. <laughs> Done deal. Let's do that. Every loophole you find, write to us. We'll give you a shout out back. And, and we will enable the NFT platform for you. We have an NFT platform of our own. We'll enable that for you and give you some free coins. Let's have some shout outs here. Woo. All right. Well, um, do you want to? Um, um, well, I think, I think if you're going to watch it in the theaters, it's a pass, but as and when it does drop on a platform, please feel free to watch it just for the performances. The scenes between Hashmi and Bachchan are electric. Incredible. Hi guys, this is Param Singh and you're watching me on Live. Now, everyone, I recently learned that Morel and Scott have no idea what the youngins talk about these days. So I'm going to quiz Morel on a few of our very popular Desi American sayings. And I want to see if she knows exactly what they mean contextually. So Morel, when I say no cap, as in no I'm lie. Like, wow. Okay, she got I'm that with one. Scroll with time. Right. I say it's been a brick. Uh, it's been a bad day. It's been a long time. A brick is a long time. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of proud of you. That's like, that's half 50, 50, 50% odds. Okay. Let's, let's break the, let's break the tie. All right. Um, I'm going to pick a hard one. What is something that I know you will definitely never get? Uh, you making this hard for me, girl. <laughs> hey, the fact that you got no cap. I'm really proud of you for that one. I really am. Okay. I am. I highly um, okay. like that. Oh, everyone, guys. Okay. You, know, you definitely know, oh, she's a baddie. Of course I do. It's because you're such a baddie, Bad. girl. Yeah. We get it. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> then, come on. Okay, I'm trying to think of... Um... I'll ask you one. Okay. I'm dead. D-D. <laughs> That means something was so good that it killed you. Like it was hilarious. so good. It, was so funny. it means it was hilarious. Yeah. That's what I said. It was so good. Or it was so funny. Come on. It was Ro, funny. I it was know. hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. We're equal here. All right. So okay, you can't say, it. I don't know the lingo anymore. All right. That's true. Everyone. So we got to ask Scott. We're hip with Gen Z, but we will ask Scott next week. And I guarantee you, he's not as hip as Morales. is. I'm pretty sure he's not, but it'll be fun asking him. I'll have a whole collection ready. <laughs> All right, Moral, what are we reviewing? What next? are we doing now? Well, the third one on our list is Helmet that is streaming on Z5. Did you manage to watch Helmet? I did not, but I actually was able to read some reviews online. So we'll see if what everyone else says it matches what you say. Well, this is a story about a young man who works with a marriage band and needs to pick up a better job to marry his girlfriend and to make money. He and his friends steal boxes or phones from a shipment of a guy in their neighborhood, and they think they make quick cash out of it. But when they really open those boxes, they figure out that they're not phones, they're condoms instead. It's rubber, guys. So... Then they got to find a way to dispose the rubber off. And that's the story of this movie. It's their entire go-to-market strategy where, you know, people are not ready in India, not ready to openly buy 
condoms and take care of their health, take care of their sexual and reproductive health. They are not willing to do it. They find it, uh, they, they find it socially embarrassing to do it. So that's the story. That's what the story is all about. Now, how do they sell something that people are not ready to buy? Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. It, it is hilarious till they figure out the entire, you know, the plan, the drama of how they're going to do the sale, how they pick up the market signals and how these two, these three really simple people, simpletons, I mean, uh, the characters are a crazy, uh, of course, the brilliant actors, Apar Shakti Kurana, this Pranutan Bal, who is, by the way, the yesterday's actress, Newton's granddaughter, this Abhishek Banerjee, Ashish Verma is phenomenal. And of course, there's Ashish Vidyati and Sharib Hashmi. Now, all of these people literally are phenomenal actors. And this is a situational comedy where this guy called Lucky is trying to impress Rupali, his girlfriend's father, who's played by Ashish Vidyati. His girlfriend is Pranutan Bahal. And they are just... They, they steal all these condoms and now they have huge supply of condoms with no way of selling them and then they figure out how to sell them and 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 they they're successful they're so successful then the condoms find their way to the guy who actually lost them and they get in trouble <laughs> from from it didn't lose them but from whom they stole the boxes and mm -hmm. that's how you know this story ends but uh, i thought it was a light watch we loved the core story we loved the pairing of abhishek aparshakti and ashish ashish um verma i think his name is uh ashish verma that's right ashish verma is so funny um his his character is called minus and he just doesn't understand anything properly. <laughs> and, uh, and the character of Abhishek Banerjee as Sultan and Apar Shakti Quran is lucky. And the three of them are crazy together. We've seen how crazy the chemistry between Apar Shakti Quran and um, Abhishek Banerjee is in a movie called Three, three years ago. It's been three years since three guys. And we've oh. seen how beautiful that chemistry has been, how, how well they, uh, they, they do comedy. Well, the same magic back here and you add this other guy on top of it called uh, called Verma, Ashish Verma. The three of them are so funny together that, you know, it literally splits. And it's, it's you know, this is a topic to talk about and I'm glad they picked up a comedy to talk, talk, talk about it with. But, you know, in 21st century in India, condoms, uh, use of condoms being an embarrassment for people buying condoms being an embarrassment for people why can't they figure out ways the vending machines they're vending machines for coke they're vending machines for everything why can't they have vending machines for condoms as well given that hiv and std propagation to unprotected sex is very big um, the other first for this movie was which i thought was very brave of them to really talk about the um human trafficking industry. They spoke about how these women, how the men that go and use the services of these women do not do not like wearing, uh, wearing protection and how their lives get destroyed. A lot of them have HIV and, and STDs because these men do not uh, agree to wear protection. So mm -hmm. the, these guys really go and 
basically open the shop and in brothels so that people could pick up protection we were going inside so 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 a lot of things are being spoken about which are which are hilarious in to look at but they're the reality of the uh, communities and 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 india as a country uh, which you know is a is a very sad mirror into the situation in that country uh, they right. they are holier than thou, and they're literally not holier than thou. I agree with this, and surprisingly, what some viewers may not know is that one of my big philanthropy causes was that I work with sex trafficking initiatives, and I used to work with the Save Our Stars Foundation, where we built an HIV/AIDS clinic in Nepal, y'all. And the crazy thing is, we built it with the intention of using it for people who, you know, were part of the sex trafficking trade, right? Who don't have access to medical resources. And one of the crazy things we learned is that our clinic ended up actually being used by just commoners in the village who are like, you know, just regular people. But there was an insane amount of like HIV and AIDS cases amongst these people. And it was crazy because they all have kids. And unfortunately the kids would inherit Yes, the kids would inherit it. Imagine being born with the condition. And they don't stop at like one or two kids either. Like some of these families have like five, six, and um, you're, you see a majority of these kids inherit, inherit the same condition. And it, the problem is just that the parents don't even know. They like simply have no clue they have it. They're just like, oh yeah, like we have some problems, but like no one ever puts two and two together that like these problems are from a bigger cause. So I think it makes perfect sense that this movie is like a really lighthearted way to talk about using protection. Cause unfortunately a lot of the countries that don't use protections are some of the ones that have the highest, you know, ratings of like STDs and STIs and all of that, which, you know, makes like, it's perfect correlation, makes complete sense. Totally, totally. Where, where I think the movie really lost out was towards the end, the last 40 minutes when it started getting a little preachy. You know, you make it gotcha. fun to start with and then you kind of walk back on the fun because you feel that the audience might not be able to take it or there'll be protests against the movie. You talk about a really important topic like this, you go the whole hog boy. You don't just stop. Mm -hmm. And this is for Satraman, Satram Ramani, the director of the movie. You go the whole hog here, boy. You don't stop. Do not. Right. Well, that's all for Helmet. Uh, I'm Vikrant Massey and you're listening to me on DC's Life. Please download Z5 and watch our movie Chauda Pere, which is out 23rd of July. Uh, please recommend it to your friends and please share your views on social media. We are eagerly waiting for that. The guys I have crush on, normally, girl, you end up having crush on them too. I do, I do. You went following listening. me wherever I go with this one. We're back again, Daisies.live, and this time we're gonna review a series. And it's the last thing on our docket today, and we're gonna review Money Heist 5. How was it, Shreya? Insane. There was people battling for like to live, like life and death someone like loses a close loved one or a relative and like there's just so much going on and the hard part is I was the person who did not watch the other seasons and I threw myself into season five I was like let's go everyone that's just what I decided to do 
And how oh. was it? Tell us, tell us just season five, and then perhaps tell us if you want to go back to one, one to four. Okay, so I don't really want to, like, I don't really want to like give spoilers, but there was like a portion where I think it's like is we follow the story of like these this girl right essentially, and she's kind of like living with this gang, and she's like, oh, these people are like my, completely my people, and then all of it throughout the whole season I feel like there's like an insane amount of high adrenaline where she's just like going off on these insane like I'm not sure what the what the word that I want to use is but like I guess I'm like there's just a lot of like things like guns and like there's so many grenades and like basically people are like lobbing banks and things and I'm like okay well it makes sense right because like money heist so throughout the whole season what I don't understand is that it's like the first two episodes of season five are kind of misleading they're they like set up this intense situation and all I notice is that there's like a girl who's like she's essentially like torturing some kind of professor and basically like he is kind of running the show but like she she's like declared like some kind of traitor eventually and then like I was I will say I was super confused throughout the series just because I didn't know the background of a lot of these characters but I think the one thing I realized is that like you definitely have to watch like season one through four to understand what's happening in five because like I was missing so many details that like whenever I saw like there was this one lady who was pregnant and then apparently she doesn't like she like kind of just like keeps forgetting she's pregnant and then like entering in like a bunch of like war situations and I'm like how do you just like casually forget you're pregnant and like walk into a war situation where you're like running around with your gang like how can you just forget that you know what I mean so I was like so I was like super lost throughout the series for that reason but like have you watched season one through four morale can you fill me in on like why I don't know some of these details so in a shot um uh the professor in the series mm -hmm. has come up with brilliant ideas to get out of tight jams for four okay. seasons of his widely crazy idea of minting money. Money, right? right. And that is the whole spin. Now, now in the first half of this season five, he, every, everybody's lost, right? That's, that's yeah. what I felt. But the last four seasons have been just plan A upon plan, plan A1, A2, A3, A4 to get out of really tight jams to get this done. And, and that's what the story has been so far. But apparently in, in this season, he is able to come up with season with plan B. Right. Right? So it's, tell us about the plan B without giving away for the spoilers. Right. And in, uh, I, I don't So Lisbon is also Mrs. Professor, as we know. Yes. And she's the one who starts like, essentially making all the all the um decisions for the group and in the initial few episodes the first two episodes guys gets a, is a little confusing but they do kind of hone in on how the women are the ones making all the decisions especially i think alicia who is also the one who is pregnant which makes sense because again like she is also um, I was like, which makes sense why I was like, I was like, why is she just like forgetting she's pregnant and then going on all of these big highs? But like, I guess when you're calling the shots for entire 
gang or group of people, it makes sense why you also want to be part of the action. And then the one thing I don't understand is that they do bring in some new characters that they actually do describe. There's like Berlin's son, Raphael, who's leading some attack army in and, um, and then also uh, like, Wait, no, Berlin's son Raphael is separate from Sagasta, who is re who is leading the attack army, right? And these yeah. these two become really crucial in the whole story of like season five. And then there's also um a big loss, which is Tokyo's dead boyfriend, Renee. Yes. And he like the a majority of like a part of the of the season is like learning how that story of like how we how she has lost him and then um or like yeah how, how they have lost him and basically weaving that through the story of how you know they they're trying to get over it but it adds an insane amount of like emotional depth to the story because like a lot of these characters as you can tell you think they are pretty heartless but then you you see them like reeling back from like losing someone that they care about so much and then you're like oh well you know maybe like not everybody who does bad things is a bad person like Again, they do bad things, um, but again, they're also minting money. Everyone, so like, <laughs> they are bad people. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah. So, so all are. If I have to summarize the rest of the seasons, this is what I'll tell you: season one and two, um, they planned the heist mm -hmm. and off the royal mint of Spain, of course, and uh, and basically they try to leave um, the um, the building. Of the Royal Mint mm -hmm. of Spain with 2.4 billion euros in cash, which they print mm -hmm. themselves. Yeah. Now, now Professor is outside, but the highest members there's Tokyo, there's Berlin, there is Nairobi, um, there's Rio, Denver, Moscow, Helsinki, Oslo, right? Right. Yeah. And they are inside and they pull off the master plan. Now, when the entire season one focuses on the first days of the robbery and 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 basically it goes goes back and forth between today the present and and the planning of professor with uh, with a group of five months of the planning process okay. and the oh and the eight robbers when they put into action the printing money part, keeping the hostages in check, they dig a tunnel to escape and uh, on, the professor on the outside helps them toward the police, um, but he also becomes romantically involved with uh, Rachel Murillo. Mm -hmm. And uh, despite the medicalist plan, uh, including escaped hostages, shootouts, mutiny within the group as well, um, okay. the professor um, is almost close to being revealed many times, but end of season two they had successfully minted around 984 million um okay. spending 128 hours inside the building and what they lose is berlin oslo and moscow okay. end of end of season two now in season three and four um three years after the first test, then the remaining people, the remaining of them are enjoying their uh, their lives of luxury, but Rio is captured by Europol. And now to get him back, these people go in through with Berlin's old plan to take over the Bank of Spain and force right. Europol to let Rio go. Now mm -hmm. he and Rachel, now Rachel is codenamed Lisbon. 
and they uh, bring the crew back together and one of the former hostages um they call her stockholm now and uh, the new members uh, bogota and palermo and and there's marseille as well so they okay. bring in three three new members and uh, rachel so now all these and a, and a former hostage so four new members and rachel now get back they the crew back together and they sneak back into bank of spain and take hostages to gain gain access to spain's gold and state secrets and basically um the professor and lisbon stay outside to communicate while the rest of them go in and uh, then the cops that are on the case uh, are forced to let rio go but they capture lisbon and injure nairobi then in season 4 oh. end of season 4 Okay. That's what happens then. So that makes sense in that if you guys watch season five, essentially an overview is that they've basically been going at it like this group of like what I guess they call anti-heroes, which I assume would be villains. But like, I guess there's a spectrum between like heroes and villains to say like they're not exactly heroes, but they're not villains. So they're like anti-heroes and they've been kind of looting, you know, this whole time. But they just get like super I guess like they just get busted, you know, that, that's like the easiest way to say it. They eventually just, you know, gets hit with some bad fate. They're busted. The professor gets caught and then the entire gang is stuck in the bank of Spain. So they're at this point, like this whole series is about like survival. They're like, will they make it out? Who's going to survive? Was even like, was all this looting even worth it if like we don't make it out? So they're basically just trying to decide like, like at what point or like at what cost is it to have done all of this if we're not even going to make it out to the other side and the story is completely told through tokyo's point of view which i've heard is actually how they do season one through four as well so again because that... end of end of season four uh when the group rushes in to save nairobi's life mm -hmm. tokyo takes control of the highest from palermo gotcha 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 but the essence of this season is saying why is it now that they do what they do and it's essentially about like motive like what is their motivation but from it's like really sad because it comes from the sense of like honestly there's like a huge burden like they're all kind of telling this uh like they're like oh my motive is that like you know I've lost someone like my motive is like from all of this burden that they've had and now it's kind of like redemption which is the easiest way to talk about it without giving away any details like the story is like is the is a case of survival and then like what was the motive for even doing this in the first place and is survival worth it like like if we survive and make it out to the end was everything we have done is that really going to be 100% worth it at this point? So that is the whole point of season five. Amazing. So do you think this is a go? People should watch it? You know, if you have watched season one through four, then I'm sure you will like five because I heard, I have heard that um, because like now you're finally learning about the motivation in season five, it's completely worth it. But for me who was thrown into it with like absolutely no background, I would have given this a rating of like a maybe like a five out of 10, because I think that the insane amount of like action just isn't for me. I'm not, I'm not super big on like fights and guns and, and like war. Wow. Like they were just like, they were like, this isn't robbery anymore. It's war the whole time. And I think that was like a line that was actually said. I was like, wow. Okay. That's like, there's just so much fighting going on. Not my thing, but I know a lot of people love action. So if you do it's for you, there's tons of it, tons 
So that's well ago, right? But if you watch yeah. the other other four seasons, you probably love it. Love five. By the way, you know how many languages it is released in? In India, I've heard of Hindi and Telugu and God knows what other language. It's literally. I it heard it so was originally in- Spanish. Yes. Yeah. And then Netflix took it on English and now Hindi and Telugu. Telugu. Something. Girl. We love it. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. And then, and then when it was about to be released, I saw some ads. I saw some commercials of Indian stars literally promoting it for Netflix, promoting it in Hindi for Netflix and getting very excited about the season. It's that big a show in India, by the way. Well, then you guys will definitely like it. We always love character motivation and all is revealed about that. Totally. Brilliant. Well, it's a goal then, right? Yeah. It's a definitely a goal. Well, I'm going to slide in a song right here. And the song is Bintere from the motion picture I Hate Love Stories, Shafkar Amanat Ali Khan and Sunidhi Johan on the vocals. Here we go. Sliding it right now. Daisy's alive back after the song. Hey, what do you think about that song? I did. It was fantastic. I also love the movie I Hate Love Stories, which is ironic. <laughs> I, I thought it was really cute. I thought the movie was really cute. It's adorable. But, but having said that, I think we've come to the end of today's show. We did do an entire podcast session, a radio session with the fans of four serials. I'm not going to talk about a lot about it here. We're not going to put in excerpts here because that's a totally different show now on its own because the content is too much. We picked up four serials now and we're going to add another one on September 15th. So that can be five serials getting reviewed by their fans. UGC guys, user generated content and it is live on our YouTube and on our podcast podcasts that they seized our life. Feel free to download the podcast and listen to them reviewing their favorite shows on Indian television and you will enjoy it. Having said that, we've come to the end of today's show. Shreya, do you want to say anything to people before we leave for the week? I do. I want to say it's really nice to finally have some good reviews after a long time because I think we've all realized that the corona writing in between was just like, I'm so glad we watched it so that you don't have to. But the shows that we watched today, great recommendations, guys. If you pick any single one from anything we've talked about in this episode, I'm guaranteed you'll love it. Totally. Well, time to say bye. This is Miral and Shreya saying bye. Bye.